Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. As employers look to the future, creating a workplace where employees feel heard, where they feel that their voice matters and where they feel a sense of belonging is vital for the future success of any business. Employee engagement is an excellent barometer of organizational health. The companies that get employee engagement right can enjoy a competitive advantage that's hard for others to replicate. With this in mind, the April 25th, 26th All Access Employee Engagement and Experience 2020 three online event produced by IQPC's HR Network Exchange will focus on such issues as is employee engagement on the downturn and if so where are we all going wrong and prioritizing diversity equality and inclusivity in your employee engagement strategy. The event will feature a panel called prioritizing diversity equality and inclusivity in your employee engagement strategy and speakers include Heather Lechak Vice President and Chief People Officer of People Operations over at the Aerospace Corporation. And today's guest, Dr. Stephanie Murphy, former Head of People Insights and Assessments at Dell Technologies and current adjunct professor over at the University of Texas at Austin. Stephanie is passionate about people analytics. And what Stephanie appreciates about the numbers, she says, is how human resource leaders can connect them to true human stories. I hope you enjoyed this conversation that I had with Stephanie. Hey Stephanie, welcome to the HR Chat Show today. Hi Bill, thanks for having me. So beyond my reintroduction there, why don't you take a minute to introduce yourself and tell me about your your role over at the University of Texas at Austin. Yes, for sure. So my name is Stephanie Murphy. I've spent most of my career at Dell Technologies leading the People Insights and Assessments team. Uh, recently left and so currently teaching and working on employee engagement at the University of Texas at Austin. I have my master's and PhD in IO psychology. So the bulk of my work is just around making the workplace better for people. Excellent. Thank you very much. So as you mentioned there, you have very recently, as we record this interview towards the end of March, um, uh, left Dell. Uh, in terms of raising the DEI bar over at Dell, however, what as you look back, what are you, what are you most proud of from your time there? Yeah, so it's so amazing. So I was at Dell for uh, almost nine years. And so there was a, just a lot of really interesting work I was able to do from understanding our hybrid work strategy to looking at inclusion after the murder of George Floyd to, you know, understanding our culture and our culture code. And so I think most proud is a really hard one to answer. But I think um, our employee engagement survey, um, I was able to get the participation rate increased to almost 90% during my time at Dell. So over out of our 130,000 team members, 90 to 96% of our team members respond to our employee engagement survey. Um, and we use that as a tool to really hold leaders accountable for different uh, aspects of our culture. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, We'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation.
Thank you very much. So you also serve on several boards, Stephanie, and, and committees, including the HR Exchange Network, and we'll be getting into that just in just a sec, uh, the IT Survey Group, and the Society of IO Psychology. Why get involved with these groups, and how are they helping to push the needle in the world of work? Yeah, it's a great question. I really feel like these groups are a good way to understand employee engagement and experience across different organizations. So the IT survey group is a group of a bunch of different tech companies, so Microsoft, Cisco, HP, Google, and we all get together and we talk about employee engagement on a regular basis, how we're measuring it, the topics that we're bringing up what scores we're seeing and so we put all of our data together and we benchmark and really are able to see across so many different organizations how we, we're viewing employee engagement. Um, SIOP is another one where it's just a good way to just benchmark and understand and hear different people, different experiences on different parts of the journey throughout these other companies and learn about the research. Um, SIOP is good because you have practitioners and academics together. And so you're able to hear the most recent research and everything that's coming up in the academic research, but also able to listen to different practitioners and how they're actually implementing some of those things. And so being a part of those committees and boards allows me to really network and understand and see the, the big picture across so many different spaces of employee engagement. On May 18th, the Benefits and Wellness Superhero Symposium returns to Toronto. Attendees will learn from experts about how to become a superhero in the eyes of employees and management. The evening event is presented by Thorpe Benefits and proudly supported by HR Gazette. Unable to attend the event in person? No problem. Simply register through Eventbrite by searching for Benefits and Wellness Superhero Symposium and you will automatically be invited to the virtual edition taking place two weeks later. Stephanie, how have companies reprioritized DEI efforts since the murder of George Floyd? And in your opinion, which companies are getting it right today? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think, unfortunately, I think a lot of it has been performative, right? Where a lot of people have, after the murder of George Floyd, put out statements and did a bunch of different programs, things that have since then um, slowly started to fade uh, away. Um, but there are companies that are still willing to hold um, leaders and team members accountable for fostering an inclusive environment. A lot of companies put out diversity goals to make sure they were getting representation, which is a good thing. But you can get that you can't get that representation without building inclusive environments. If so, you'll go recruit, you'll bring in diverse talent. But the moment they get there, the couple of years after they're there, if the environment is not there to support them, to make them feel valued, to make them feel heard, then you'll lose them. And so I think where companies need to make sure they're focusing is not just bringing in and the representation and having these really good goals of bringing in uh, a diverse talent, but also fostering those inclusive environments. One of the things that I did at my time at Dell was we focused on getting our inclusion questions into our employee engagement survey not just kind of, we've always had them in there, but we put them in as a category. And so what we have is like leaders get scores on all these different categories on, in, their, in their employee engagement surveys. And if they get low on that inclusion score, they have to have consultations. Um, and if they get low two years in a row, 
then it's a mandatory, first one's voluntary, second one's mandatory, and three years in a row, then it's more accountability of like, maybe you should no longer be a leader. And so I think that level of accountability is needed, where it's not just like lip service, where we're saying, oh, we, we, we value inclusion, we're holding leaders accountable for it to the point where if they're not, if they get low scores on those inclusion scores for years in a row, um, there's, there's consequences for those actions. Okay, so is that the approach to incentivize people to complete the surveys? Then it's a bit of a carrot and stick that there are there are um, bonuses for for completing uh, the the surveys, but if you don't complete the surveys, then there are there are penalties involved as well. In your experience, is that the best way to ensure that people actually complete the surveys? So no, this is not about completing the surveys. This is like once a leader once a leader gets their report. So say team members go they complete the surveys, the leaders get a report that says, here's how your team scored on all these different things. And here's how you scored on your leadership, on your culture, on the overall Dell experience, and then also on inclusion. And then leaders are held accountable to have conversations with their teams about those scores. So a leader sits down and says, okay, overall, here's what you all said about how I'm doing as a leader. Let's talk about it. Where can I improve? Where can I do better? Overall, here's where you said, I, 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 here's where you're feeling about inclusion. And if those scores are low, then HR will reach out and say, hey, leader, looks like you had a hard time with your inclusion scores this year. Let's talk about how we can help. And then the next year, it's a mandatory, hey, you got low on these scores. Let's talk about how we can help your team's not feeling like you're fostering an inclusive environment. And then that third year, it's accountability. It's more so, hey, looks like you, for three years in a row, have, your team has said that you don't, you're not fostering an inclusive environment. Let's talk about how you shouldn't be a leader anymore or what are some actions we can take um, to actually drive change. And so it's every leader gets these reports. All 12,000 of the leaders at Dell will get reports from their teams about their, what their employee engagement scores were. And that's how we drive accountability for leaders to foster inclusion using those reports. Genos North America is a global team of changemakers using emotional intelligence to enhance how we connect, communicate, and collaborate at work. And we are proud to support this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. Transforming essential people skills at work makes a difference to people's relationships outside of the workplace. Using our tools, people become better parents, partners, siblings, and friends. That's why we call our work game-changing for business and life-changing for people. Learn more at genosnorthamerica.com. So what about on the employee side then? How, how does one incentivize employees to, to complete surveys? Yeah, so that's a, a hard one. But I think for us at Dell, when I was at Dell, it was really just about making it a part of the culture. Um, so everyone, I, I always laugh because there was this one time I was at, at a bar in, in Austin and there were people sitting next to me and they were talking about Teldell and that's the name of our employee engagement survey. And so it's really just to the point where everyone knows about it. If you ask anyone that works at Dell about Teldell, they'll know what it is. And so we really engraved it into the structure, into the process, and into everything that we do where people expect it, they wait for it, they wait for the opportunity to share their voice. And then we take actions and, and team members see the actions taken from Teldell. I think that's a huge part of it too. People feel like they're sharing their voice and things are actually changing and shifting based on how what they're saying, then they're more likely to want to share it again. Got it, got it. Thank you. Hey Stephanie, what are some typical challenges that HR leaders face when it comes to getting leadership buy-in to prioritize 
DEI efforts in their employee engagement strategies? Yeah, I think it's it's tying the engagement to the to to things that matter. Um, some of the things that we did at Dell was was tying employee engagement scores to revenue, and so we looked at sales attainment and showed that hey, teams with high engagement have higher revenue. Um, we looked at inclusion and showed that teams with more inclusive environments were more likely to have better customer satisfaction. Um, and so I think a big piece of it is, is we looked at leadership. Teams with high leadership scores were more likely to um, to have high engagement, to have high revenue sales attainment as well. And so I think a big piece of it, if you struggle to, to get buy-in, is making sure that you're showing the importance of engagement and how it does matter to customers, to revenue, and to sales attainment, to all these outcomes that matter to leaders. Um, luckily at Dell, it wasn't a struggle for me. Um, our, my CHRO was also an IO psychologist, um, so it was not. In, in Michael Dell is very much into data-driven decision making, and so it was something that was always a part of the culture. So it wasn't hard for um, employee engagement to to matter, to because the voices of our team members was always something that was a um, top of mind. Um, but for those that I feel like struggle, I think it's it's about tying those engagement scores to outcomes, to other data that is, might be key to those leaders and show them the impact in that way. Okay, thank you. So you'll be on the IQPC's HR Network Exchange panel at the Employee Engagement and Experience 2023 online event called, your, your session is called Prioritizing Diversity, Equality, and inclusivity in your em- employee engagement strategy. Tell me more about the event, the panel, and some of the hope for learning outcomes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being a part. Um, and so it, it's really a discussion, which I love the m- most about uh, a lot of the what I do with HR Exchange is the dialogue. We all get up there and we talk and we feed off of each other and we really just discuss our, what's going on in our companies and organizations and how we are viewing DEIB and how we're able to measure it and how we're using employee engagement as a tool. So I think it'll be a good opportunity to just learn about different companies doing it in different ways um, and, and actions that can be taken. Again, back to my earlier point, um, we've been talking about it for a while, and I think it's time to shift from not just talking about things to what are the actions, what are the things we can actually do to move the needle in DEIB. So I'm looking forward to being a part of that dialogue. Stephanie, we're almost at the end of this particular HR chat conversation. Before we do wrap up though, how can folks connect with and learn more about you? Yeah, for sure. LinkedIn is the best way to reach me. So Stephanie Murphy is uh, my LinkedIn name. So that's probably the best way to get in contact. Perfect. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Stephanie, thank you very much for your time. It's been lovely chatting with you. Thanks for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate the time. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.